When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to 90 Day Fiancé WTF Podcast, a weekly hangout to talk about what the fuck we all just watch on TLC's 90 Day Fiancé. I am Nadia, and with me is my co-host, Lon. How's it going, Nadia? Hello, everybody. <laughs> hey, Lon. Yes. Um, I have to fart. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Almost spit up my drink. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to start with him? You know, Stephen with a V. Stephen with a V. <laughs> and uh, was it Alina? Alina. Alina. I think Alina. Okay, Alina. Yeah, we can. I like this couple. Weird, weird, but I like this couple. Obviously, the whole Mormon thing is was kind of funny. I don't know what other people outside of the United States, how they view Mormonism. So it was kind of funny that that's the things that she revealed about how they thought Mormons <laughs> were selling organs on the black market. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So again, I really like these younger couples. I tend to find them more relatable. I think Alina's really, really likable. Steven is too. I don't see why, though, that the virginity is, is a big issue with him. And I, I think he should have just revealed that. So for as long as they've been dating, I don't think the virginity on his part is something he should have, have lied about. Or something he's keeping a secret. I don't think it's that big of a deal, really. So I don't know why that's uh, that seems to be something like a point uh, of contention at this moment, right? Well, first of all, I'm sorry if I we jumped the gun here. I just want to let our listeners know we're talking about Ninety Day Fiance: The Other Way, season three. So. Just want to start with that. <laughs> I apologize if we jump right in. Um, so yes, we decided to cover the other way, season three, which uh, just recently started, and we waited till they featured Kenny and Armando before we decided to record this uh, podcast episode, and we'll be covering them shortly. But yes, uh, back to your question, Lon. Let's yeah, let's introduce them. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's been a while since we've done uh, the other way episode, so. right? So this is uh, a new couple. Steven is a new couple, B. right, yeah. right, right. Mormon yeah. lives in his uh, his parents' basement, right? In Salt Lake right City. So far? Salt Lake City, Utah, yeah. right, right, right. I didn't get the basement part. Maybe I missed that. Okay. I think. I, or, you think, okay. I think, uh, unless, I, unless I just wrote that. Someone's going to listen to this and probably correct us, but okay. Steven's listening right now. He's like, wait a minute. I never said that. <laughs> right. And Alina is uh, Russian. Did I get that? She Did I get Russian. that right? Yep. Okay. And they met over a language uh, learning site, right? Yes. Something yes. like that. He's, yep. I guess he's learning Russian. She's learning English or something. And yep. he, he shot his shot and she thought it was cute. And now he's he wants to fly to Turkey, I believe, uh, on a tourist visa to marry Alina. Did I cover most of the important bases there? Yes, they are going to Turkey because he's not allowed into Russia and mm. she's not allowed in the US. So they had to meet, I guess, somewhere in the middle, which kind of reminds me of Andrew and Amira, right? They had to meet. In right. The middle, they had to meet somewhere else. Somewhere. And, yeah. Right. Before they can enter, you know, one of them can enter the country. And in this case, I guess, because this is the other way. So Stephen wants to enter Russia. In order for him to do that, he has to be married to a Russian in order to get a visa. And because, I guess, 
during the pandemic, obviously, Alina cannot come into the U.S. or you know they have to meet somewhere in the middle, so they picked Turkey, which coincidentally right. is where Darcy and Stacy went to get their veneers done and all those no. surgery done. Sorry, spoilers. But anyway, <laughs> just wanted to make that connection. Uh, right. So he's Mormon. She's Russian Orthodox. Right. Is that some form of Christianity, I'm assuming? I'll... That's like Andre saying that he's Moldovan Orthodox. <laughs> or, right. or Christianity, right? I guess right. At, at its strictest form, I guess, or based on his origin. He's not a virgin. She is. Right. And at one point, she was afraid. She has no idea what Mormonism is. They thought that maybe Mormons were selling organs on the black market. So he said, let's meet up really quick and you can come see who I am, meet me, and and we'll figure this out. This isn't the first time meeting. I believe her and her family met him. He's a likable guy. Yeah. Um, they think he's cool. So he's like, all right, that kind of that kind of settles that. So now to bring everybody up to speed, they want to get married on a 90-day tourist visa. Which brings me to what I was saying earlier was it seems to be that this big secret that he's afraid of is that he's not a virgin and he hasn't told her that he's had relationships in the past where he slept with other people and now he wants to be a good practicing Mormon Mm -hmm. and she is still a virgin and it's not that she wanted it that way opportunity I guess never happened for her and she didn't really want to force it and now she wants to respect his views. But other sources of conflict, too, are that, I believe, being Mormon, they practice polygamy. And I think he brought up... He wanted to date other women. Yes. (laughs) And she's like, no, 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 no. I'm your one and only, and that's it. And didn't he hint that if she's not willing to embrace Mormonism, they wouldn't have been together, or he wouldn't pursue this relationship? Remember at the table with his mom and dad and his friend? Oh, sorry, stepdad, mom, and his friend. I think one of his friends asked him, like, what makes you think that she would convert to Mormonism? Mm -hmm. And he said something along the lines of, like, well, if she's not open to the idea, I wouldn't be doing this. Right. And this might be a spoiler. I'm not sure how many people know. I think she is going to, or she is already. For some reason, her profile was recommended to me. And I went to it to check it out. And it looks like she's enrolling in BYU, Brigham Young University, which is a Mormon school, Mormon university. Yeah. No. Brigham Young is a Mormon university. (laughs) I have to say, there is so many things I do not know about Mormonism. And probably the only thing I know is the polygamy part and some story about how they believe Jesus came to Utah. And it's another have... prophet. It's a different prophet. So oh, it's is it? basically take the same story of like Christianity, but the yeah. origin story was a different prophet or a different angel revealed to the founder of Mormonism that this is the actual true religion. And here are these tablets that kind of prove it, I believe, in a roundabout way. Wow. So, you know, every religion believes their religion is the right one. And in yeah. this one, theirs is the right one because they said, oh, well here's our tablets and presented it to like the founder or whatever <laughs> hmm. Mormonism, you know, I'm obviously I'm not getting it a hundred percent, but that's kind of like the gist of it. So going back. Yeah. So I think that was one of the points of contention was whether or not he could date other women, whether his virginity was going to be a problem, but also when she visits or whatever, that they would have to sleep in different rooms or when he, when he flies over, excuse me, not when she visits, when they spend time together, that they're going to have to be in in separate rooms to respect his religion. Yeah. From all of this, I learned a new term. I'm not sure if you've heard of this long, but it's called the Madonna whore complex. I have not, but but please enlighten me. Basically someone on Reddit was saying they suspect that Stephen has this Madonna whore complex where he wants to bang other women because he sees them as less than. But then he puts Alina on a pedestal because she's a virgin. And remember when he said like she's of that certain caliber? Oh. So we kind of, I think that's where the connection is, is that 
he's able to compartmentalize like okay I can bang other chicks because they're nobodies to me but then Elena is special she's a virgin I'll save right. her for my marriage and that raised an eyebrow for me when he said that she's the caliber of woman yeah, I want or something like right. that I was like mm? remember he said that to <laughs> yeah. I think his former employer or something and said yes and I was like hmm does that mean yeah so Lon what is your take on this couple first of all is this couple for real what do you think of the story so far I think it's for real I already kind of like the story already just right what we were presented at face value and then finding out that now she's enrolling in BYU now I'm just like okay why would she even do that why would she enroll in BYU if this wasn't real so yeah, I want to see uh, where it's headed. I think there's some interesting things here. Obviously, you know, respecting the religion and where the boundaries are. Okay, like, are you going to let me like sleep with other women? And okay, well, we're going to see each other, but we have to be in separate rooms. And oh, I'm not a virgin. How does that make you feel? So there's all these like points of conflict that are going to be interesting to see play out, whether they're fabricated or not. I kind of want to see those play out. So yeah yeah me too well from one new couple to another new couple in ellie and victor oh man wow (laughs) what do you have to say about ellie except for the fact that let's introduce ellie and victor okay let's introduce ellie and victor so according to my notes here ellie is a pizza lady or she calls herself a pizza lady she did experience a tragic loss in that Her ex-husband died due to an overdose on prescription painkillers. She moved to Seattle, Washington at some point. And then while she was on a vacation at Providencia, which is like an island off the coast of Colombia, she met Victor, who made a really damn good pina colada. (laughs) And... (laughs) They're in love, <laughs> or rather, they kept in touch, and then somehow she's in love, which yeah. is problematic because there's just so many red flags. So a many. lot of red. Too flags. many red flags. Yeah. And to quote someone, when you're wearing rose-colored glasses, all the red flags are just flags. Oh, that's good. Right. That's good. That's a good one. Yeah. So, um, let's see. The biggest red flag of all is he cheated and lied about it, right? Is that the biggest because he was involved in a domestic? <gasps> yeah. Oh, maybe I wasn't listening close enough. Was that revealed yeah. on the show? It was. Oh my he was gosh. in a domestic altercation with his ex. Oh, huge. Okay, yeah, that's bigger. Yeah. That's bigger. That's that's yeah. totally bigger. Totally. Um, <laughs> but like for me, I know love makes people do dumb crazy things things. yeah crazy things right yeah so the scene where ellie was telling her friend i want to give it a shot Mm -hmm. a shot right a shot isn't getting rid of your entire business putting your eggs all in the same basket and then flying out to meet this guy who you know is problematic right? That's not a shot. (laughs) Let's like a shot is like giving this maybe a small test drive and seeing if you're ready for it. But like, was she selling her business? Is that what she did? You know, a lot of people are calling, calling it. Yeah. Calling bluff on that because we all don't want to think that she's dumb enough to like sell her business and give up her house just to move to Providencia when she barely knew this guy that's what they're playing it out to be though on the show to me yeah, at least i think the, they're playing I think it the out producers like, are pushing it with this yeah. storyline they're like no you have to make the ultimate sacrifice for mm. this person that you barely know and tell them that you gave five thousand dollars for a house that does not come with heat and she said uh, you know she made a good argument though right when she said you know if i'm gonna be living in it i want a nice bathroom and i'm sure sure yeah okay yeah a nice bathroom i get it (laughs) sure yeah i want some heat sure (laughs) yeah but it's a huge gamble Mm. and part of me hope that 
she changes her mind. From the preview, it looks like there was a hurricane that annihilated the island and mm. he couldn't be found. Yeah. At least that's we'll what see. the preview suggests. The previews always be doing the most, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, is he dead? <laughs> And I'm laughing now and I'm going to feel bad if things actually turned out pretty bad. So I don't, I know. you know, mean to, leave, <laughs> mean to laugh about that. But I just think sometimes the advertising, they really lead us to believe one thing and it's actually not so serious. Yeah, the editing is killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for me, interesting story. I like it. I think Ellie's a really sweet person. I don't think Victor is that great of a guy to be packing up your bag, selling your business and having taking a shot, you know, as she put it, I don't know if it's worth it for that, but I do want to see how this plays out. I hope she's not as foolish as she's coming off to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, her friend really had really great points. And, and I know her friend was saying, you know, this isn't the best idea. So it, another interesting storyline. And I, I want to see where this goes. Yeah. I wrote here that Victor just sounds like the kind of guy that says, Oh, she tripped and fell on my dick. Yeah. (laughs) It was an accident. (laughs) It was an accident, yeah. And I think already I picked out her friend Hiromi as the MVP because she's asking all the right questions. You know, she's asking her to do a background check. And all Ellie could muster is, oh, I trust him. Oh, he's my soulmate. Like, are you listening to yourself? Yeah. Like, girlfriend, save yourself. Like, this is not worth it. Not worth giving up your entire life for. Which I, again, I hope she didn't really sell her business, but rather leave it to her co-business partner or co-owner. Left it in good hands. Yeah, left it in good hands. For when she returns. Right. (laughs) I hope that's the case. Like, she doesn't need to sell her house if she lives in, like, Seattle proper, right? She can just rent it out so she can make some money of it. Um, yeah so I, I hope she's being smart but i'm just curious about this couple it just sounds like another uh stephanie and harris situation remember stephanie yeah loopy stephanie. yeah yeah loopy <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, for me one of the things i made in my notes was like if somebody had cheated on me and lied about it it would be done it would be over for me to consider selling a business that was mine and something I'd worked hard for, yeah. or to consider making the sweeping changes in my life. No, not for somebody who cheated and lied about it. Yeah. You know? Not worth it. Not worth it. Well, the next couple is totally worth it. And I'm talking about Armando and Kenny. Yay! Armando and Kenny. I know. Shout I out Armando to- and Kenny. Yeah, shout out to Armando and Kenny for, I guess they have a a new member in their family. So the cat, I believe the cat is called Romero. And it just looks like they're trying to walk her, make her walk with truffles. I hope that's the dog's name. Good luck. (laughs) Yeah, but the cat looks like it's cooperating. But anyway, back to the actual couple. I guess I never thought I would shed a tear when they first started, when they were on the screen, because they were talking about how Armando still hasn't informed his dad about the wedding and about his engagement and the way they were both talking about the relationship. It's just... That was a surprise to me. And then I kind of remember the scene when the dad came out during the engagement party. And for some reason, I don't actually remember that he was told I remember he came out and then the mom saying something like or something to the effect that maybe he's not ready yet or something like that so then I was like oh shit is that what happened like they just never informed him after the engagement party I think they did because fast forward after that last season we saw them they were featured on that talk show with Sean Robinson I forgot what it's called but it's on Discovery Plus and the mom and the sister said that he wasn't yeah said he, yeah. the dad still wasn't told right. or wasn't recognizing the or acknowledging the whole you know engagement thing other than that he's dating that armando was dating kenny that he has a partner yeah i don't think he but not that they're engaged 
or or even about or that the ready. wedding date's got has been set, right? Yeah. Either way, it's still uh, heartbreaking because I'm pretty sure it would mean a lot for Armando to have uh, his dad attend the wedding. Right. So yeah, I think I'm excited to find out how the wedding would pan out. From the preview, it seems like Kenny's having second thoughts about staying in Mexico. They're going to make it seem that way. I think he just misses his family and he wants to visit and maybe there's COVID restrictions and stuff. That's kind of how I'm seeing it. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't think he'd want to leave. That is a possibility, though. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But all, as always, best wishes, Kenny Armando. It's it's good to have you back. Yep. Can't wait to see what the guest list is going to turn out to be. <laughs> I can't wait to see the wedding. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's going to be fantabulous. Can you show us the vision board? <laughs> yeah, or the vision wall. <laughs> the completed vision wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Hannah is getting more and more adorable and prettier. Adorable. Yeah. I like how they were learning Spanish with the um and English. Yeah, with the flashcards. Uh, flash cards. Yeah. Yeah. Good and job. it wasn't just Kenny, but then Armando looks at Hannah and says in English or whatever. And then yeah. she she repeats it back, or excuse me, not repeats it back, but says the equivalent. Yeah. Malo was it, right? <laughs> that was cute. What what wait was that? Um the flashcard was mal or malo, meaning bad. Oh, then, right, right, right. Yeah, right. and then Kenny said it, and then they had Hannah say the English. Yeah, but is, is automobile the same in both English and Spanish? Automobile? <laughs> yeah, it's just the pronunciation is different or something? I think so. Mm, or you can even say uh, coche. Yeah, or caro, right? right? Or oh, I don't know if that's even a thing. <laughs> I'm making shit up, guys. I sorry. don't know about caro, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a, sorry, that might be a, a Portuguese thing. Because, <laughs> like car, but then at the R-O. Right, <laughs> all right who's next oh man jenny and submit (laughs) all right jenny and submit for those who don't remember and how can you forget jenny and submit are not married Uh, submit told her that he was going to marry her and then he had the blow up with his parents told them he was suicidal he lost most of everything when he got divorced from his previous wife and him and Jenny are just kind of in this limbo of a relationship. I guess they had agreed to stay together under certain circumstances. Uh, One being that they would just renew her visa every six months, but then something happened and now it's preventing her from doing that. I believe that plan was to go to Nepal and get it renewed when she came back. But because of the borders being closed, that's no longer an option. Her visa is going to expire. And they're trying to come up with another way for her to stay, which is bullshit to me. Yeah. I'm just I'm just so tired of this. And maybe for some of y'all out there, this is a favorite couple of y'all's. This is not one of my favorite couples. I'm just tired Same. of this. Yeah. Right. Now they're going to try to make it fun, I guess, by having her join Hare Krishna's or the ISKCON, right? The <laughs> International Society of Krishna Consciousness. That's I'm sorry, not, go ahead. That's not fun, though. That's disrespectful when yes. you exploit a religion or a, a following. To Right. You're only you know. doing this to extend your visa or whatever? Like, yeah. come on, man. So, I mean, there's that, which makes it already automatically problematic. Yeah. But then there's the whole thing that... You told Jenny you were going to marry her. So fucking marry her. Yeah. Grow that's some what this, balls. That's what this show is about, married. right? That One, that's what the show is about anyway. Right. That's right. what the show is about anyway. <laughs> this isn't about finding loopholes to elongate your relationship for the show. We don't want to fucking see that. So I'm just so over submitting Jenny, you know? And I feel bad for Jenny. Don't get me wrong. I feel bad for both of them. I understand that the weight of his parents word and family values and things like that are a heavy thing when certain societal and cultural norms dictate the things that you do and dictate your decisions I get that but like you're an adult and you made these promises to Jenny the solution is that simple right fucking do it fucking do it let the pieces fall where they may I'm sure your parents will get over it and if not so what it's about your happiness. 
go for what's going to make you happy. And that's really all I really want to say about that. And, you know, they're going to make it all, oh, she's learning Hare Krishna and stuff. That's not funny to me. And then I guess they're going to bring in the family and the parents are going to dog her out and stuff. I don't want to see that. Like, that's not entertaining. Yeah. So I don't know. And even that could be fabricated. Like, <laughs> I'm so over it. So I don't know. Yeah. How do you feel? I think it's definitely fabricated because Sumit could easily, and I've tweeted about this too, Sumit could easily report the passport as lost. But then he's acting all like helpless and like, oh, my father-in-law took my passport. Well, then, then fucking replace it. Replace That's it. That's exactly what I it. said. That's not an excuse. Yeah. How is that even an excuse? You can say it was stolen. Yeah. You can say, yeah, lost or stolen, whatever. How would the authorities know your father-in-law took it? You can yes. just say, I lost it. Sorry, I misplaced it. I lost it. Someone stole it. And then get a fucking new passport. That's so weak to use that. I was like, oh my God, I, I rolled mean, my un- eyes. Unless it costs thousands of dollars, which I understand people may not want to pay that kind of money to get a passport. But I mean, holy shit, Jenny. I don't know how Jenny can live like that. Like every six months, she has to get out of the country, stay somewhere else for weeks, and then come in. Yeah. On a tourist visa. Yeah. Like, that's not a way to live. That's a huge inconvenience. But and I get it's it. It's not even a commitment. That's not the commitment you wanted, Jenny, if you're listening. If you ever listen to our show, that's not the commitment you wanted. Right. You didn't want a visa commitment that gets renewed every six fucking months. That's not what you wanted from him. Right. You wanted to marry this guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why. I guess love makes you do crazy things. The, the thing is, I also get that Jenny's in that situation where she's desperate because she has nothing to go back to. Mm-hmm. she's living off her social security i guess you know of course she has tlc money maybe she doesn't want to go back to the u.s because she has nothing to go back to except for her daughter and she probably doesn't want to impose on them man i don't know jenny just seems to be okay with this and i get it that's why she exploded i would have exploded too i don't know about tossing a, a chair out but I would definitely, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have definitely been very frustrated because they've been talking about getting married now for many seasons. Like, can we yeah. change the storyline already? Like, yeah. yeah. And and the thing is, starting over is not as bad as many people think. Yes, I think she does. She has to have TLC money, right? She has yeah. to have TLC she money, and she has family it. there. Yeah. And okay, like you're not gonna have a house and a car right away. But starting over with a clean slate is not as bad as it sounds, right? I think it's better to do that and then to create the rest of your life than to live in what your life is currently and you're unhappy, Mm -hmm. right? When you start over, you can start creating a life for yourself that you will be happy about. And um, you have to start looking at it from that angle rather than I have nothing. No, you have a TLC paycheck. Fucking take it, right? You have a family there that that loves you, right? I'm sure you can work something out, something, something temporarily to get back on your feet and to stop living unhappily. The problem is, (laughs) it goes back to Sumit. Sumit doesn't want to get married or hasn't gotten married to Jenny. Jenny wants to be with Sumit so much that she'd rather do that six months tourist visa every time. She's just hoping that Sumit would get married to her so that she can stay rather than her going back with her tail between her legs, I guess, you know, without Michael Jones. In I, her. <laughs> and I think too that that's a difficult thing, right? That's a difficult thing to kind of admit maybe that you were wrong. And that when things don't turn out the way you wanted them to, that's really what you have to own up to is maybe this perceived failure on your part that, oh, this was supposed to work out and it didn't, but like, get over it, right? Yeah. Anyway, I'm not looking forward. Honestly, I have nothing to look forward to with when it Same. comes to Jenny and Sumit. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners, but yeah. Can we just get it over and done with? Speaking of which, Evelyn and Corey. <laughs> I like Evelyn and Corey. <laughs> you do? Oh my God. It's so dramatic. I like Evelyn and Corey. I kind of have a love hate 
relationship with this storyline. Yeah. But I think for me, that's what makes it interesting because I don't see them being together. I, I think Corey wants so bad to be with Evelyn. And I think Evelyn, I don't know, because their social medias are weird on social media. They look happy, but like from the show, it's obvious to me, at least that she doesn't want any parts of a commitment um, with Corey. She kind of needs him. She needs him for financial support. She needs his money to open these businesses and he provides certain opportunities for her. And I'm not going to hate on that. You know, I'm, I'm not saying she doesn't give a shit about him. I think she does, but she's made it super clear that she never really wanted a commitment from him. Even now that she's going to marry him, this even seems forced. She says, it, I feel like it's time is what she told her family. And they've just got so many things to overcome, right? Apparently he slept with somebody in Peru and he hasn't been a hundred percent honest with that. And I caught a glimpse of pillow talk, not all of it, but some people surmised on pillow talk was maybe she had an affair too. And I'm like, Oh shit. Well, if they're both <laughs> cheating on each other, what the fuck? Then? <laughs> she <laughs> right? did it first to him with her ex. I remember that part. And the yeah. ex was kind of talking to Corey about it. Right. And Corey was like, Oh, fuck. yeah. I mean, that's damaging. They're an odd couple, right? Yeah. (laughs) To me, they're entertaining to watch. And the difficulties that they have to overcome are also, to me, interesting and entertaining. And even with the small part that they did show about this with her, you know, she's like, I I really don't want to get married. But if I'm going to get married, we're fucking going all out, you know, and he's already shitting bricks because apparently she wants the primo package the 50k package <laughs> she said well i gotta hire the best wedding uh planner planner yeah. <laughs> you know and the wedding planner is like oh no this is a nice place but it's not gonna do there's no plumbing and electrical and all this other stuff and like he's already sweating bullets and stuff so yeah i mean they're such an odd couple to watch and i think the conflicts that they're going to experience legit right? He had an affair and he lied about it, or he wasn't 100% forthcoming with the information. And not just that, but he didn't tell her everything to the entire scope of the relationship. Now he has to reveal that. So, you know, is this a dumpster fire waiting to happen? I'm here for it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm glad you see it that way. I think the way I see it is, okay, I see two ways. If this is made up, if the producers came to them and said, look, you know, we know you guys worked out, you're happily ever after couple, you're a happy couple, basically, and there's no problem. But if you want to be on this show, we have to play up this angle where Evelyn has to play this gold digger who Mm. doesn't want to commit to a marriage or who's reluctant to get married, but then becomes a hypocrite by asking for, like you said, the primo package, Mm. which a lot of people think her and the wedding planner are probably scamming Corey because they were like, how is it $50,000 in a third world country? And that's using his words, by the way. Yeah. It's, that, that's the elephant in the room, right? Because let's face it, you're in Ecuador. How can this wedding be more expensive than an average wedding in the US? Even an average wedding in the US is not that expensive. Right. Like, no matter how much you try to justify it, right? Like let's say, for argument's sake, let's say we do justify it. We say, yeah, maybe, you know, in Engabao, there's not a lot of bridal shops. They have to import everything. Okay, but does it really cost $3,000 for a suit? Does it really? We're talking about US dollars here, right? When mm-hmm. they're quoting these amounts. So I think that's made up because the producers want to play up that whole Evelyn is in it for the money. She's a gold digger. She made him buy the tiki bar and she made him buy the beachfront property and all that stuff. And then that's why on social media, you get to see this other side of them where Corey is telling people not to bully Evelyn on social Mm. media because she's a nice person. She's a strong woman, yada, yada. But it's like for us viewers, if we suspend our beliefs, right? We can't help it, but see Evelyn for the evil Lynn that she is. Evil Lynn. <laughs> it's like, for her, it's okay that she's cheated on him, but just because when they were on the break and he got with another chick, 
she's like punishing him for it. Yeah. And I have this theory that maybe she is pursuing this wedding because she can now see that if Corey can leave her for another good-looking chick, then it's like, okay, I cannot pull him back. I mean, not be able to pull him back to me ever She needs again. to secure the bag. <laughs> right. She needs to secure the, secure the, the cash bag. cow, right? Yeah. So that's why I think she agreed to it unwillingly, right? In quotes yeah. here, unwillingly. When actually she's probably very excited that he still wants to pursue the wedding. Obviously, she wants to go all out because she wants to make people jealous. I think that's a red flag. When you have someone who's playing hard to get when it comes to like weddings, but then wants to do up a wedding, it goes to show that they really want the wedding, but for the yeah. wrong reasons, you know? Right. They better put some work into their OnlyFans. <laughs> right. <laughs> or some people have this theory that maybe Evelyn is trying to price him out on the wedding to the point where he cancels it. I mean, that could be a possibility. I can see that. Yeah. Yep. Or that she's straight up scamming him, right? She probably like shook hands under the table with the Victoria's Secret wedding planner and said, hey, if you quote him $50,000, you and I split this 50-50 on, on the final payment or something, you know? So right. who knows? Who knows? But um, yeah, I, I've read some websites who did research and at the most it's 15000 at the most. And that's extravagant, not fitty. Is fifteen thousand? Um, yeah, you know. I was just wondering if, like, maybe because it was Ecuador, that maybe this is one of those wedding planners that actually like is at a resort or something and has some beachfront property, and you know, and they have, I don't know. But really they did cool. want to do a beachfront <laughs> wedding. They right. just want to do it in their property. But she's like, "Well, where's the infrastructure?" Yeah. You know, and I'm like, dude, if you're the wedding planner, plan it then, <laughs> you know. Make it work. <laughs> make it work. But anyway, I like to think that they're a happy couple. You know, I like Same. to think that they're in love, but because they want to be on the show, the producers have to play up something. Like something's got to give for them to continue being part of this. This isn't real. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Similar to our next couple, Binium and Ariella. You think that's not real? Let's let's catch everybody up on okay. Ari and Benny. All right. <laughs> uh, which part though? There's just um, just to refresh everyone's memory. Ari and okay. Benny are um, married now, right? It's legit or not yet? Well, he proposed. Sorry, he proposed. no, they're not married. Yeah, he proposed. Married. Correct. Right. He proposed. They're so they're engaged. With that one dollar ring. Um, <laughs> right. She is. They are living together. Have a baby. On her parents' and, dime. Okay. On her parents' dime. And I think that's that's where we left off, I think. They were right? in a kind of small... rocky. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. They were in a small apartment, but then they upgraded to this terrace house or something. Right. Yeah. But he was still working on it? What do you mean? It was still something that he was still working on. Right? He, no, that was the apartment that the that he wanted oh, to move okay. into. But then she you said need to every... refresh my memory. <laughs> yeah. She said that ever since they got the baby they abandoned the apartment idea that he was trying mm. to renovate and moved into this three-bedroom house, you know, with a living nanny and everything, all sponsored by her parents. Oh, right. Okay. Because right, right, neither right. of them is working, well, except for, you know, being a TLC reality TV star. But Right. Work's been hard to come by for Benny right yeah. now. Yeah. So no bongo butt playing for him anymore <laughs> bongo but right so uh what we see in these episodes is the the conflict now is uh her ex-husband of 10 years is coming to visit yep leandro and from what i see she's not over him yep i don't think she's over him and i think benny she has, she has regrets she has regrets <laughs> I think Benny has every right. So one, I think anybody who has a right to be concerned with an ex-husband or ex-wife coming to visit and stay to be concerned about maybe their partner's feelings mm -hmm. on the issue. Um, and I thought, okay, I have exes too who are friends. And if they needed me in a pinch, I'd, I'd of course, I'd, I'd help them out. And if that included a place to stay... 
Would that include buying them bras? Bras? Yeah, that's what he did. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, Leandro bought bra- her bras. Yeah. <sighs> so I don't. Yeah, that's that, that's kind Is of that way you draw the line. Like you will help your exes, but you won't buy them lingerie. I was more talking about if I was in her shoes and my exes were still friends with me, even if they really weren't friends with me and they needed help. So I'm speaking from personal experience here. Let me just go ahead and interject that, right? Yeah. Let me just go ahead and say that I've been in the, in a similar position, similar, not exactly, but similar okay. where I was dating someone and I had an ex who, who needed help. And that help was, I need a place to stay. And I was like, you know what? We're not dating. I have no feelings for you. But, you know, I loved you at one point in my life. It was a very long time ago and you really need help. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, please come stay at my place. And if the person I'm dating has feels some sort of way about it, that's not really a problem because I can always say, well, I'll stay at your place then. You know, the person I'm dating, I'll stay at your place. And then now you have nothing to worry about. Now we're not together in the same domicile or whatever, same room, same whatever. Right. So. I'm willing to go that far. So I can kind of get where she's coming from, where this is an ex, it's been 10 years, but she's not really saying everything. And then when you find out that everything means she didn't really consider it a breakup. Yeah, she, she, she thought was, it was a hiatus. Yes, it was a hiatus. And that during that hiatus, she met Benny. And got knocked up. Yes. So then I'm just like, holy crap. So now this is all like, okay, wait. And then you can even kind of see the way she preps herself. At first, I'm like, oh, I'd want to kind of, I guess, look my best. But this all takes a, a completely different context and a completely different meaning when you find out that there was unresolved issues here. There, there was no closure, I don't think. And that makes her excitement different. It translates differently when you yeah. find out what's actually the underlying story here. So it makes for a really good watch. I was almost ready to dismiss Ari and Benny, like, ah, they're cool, but am I really excited to see them? But then the second episode, when they introduce Leandro and Ari is super excited, and then you find out that there was like these unresolved feelings and stuff, it really started to for me at least, to make things that much more interesting. I don't think she's over him. Yeah, definitely no closure there. This isn't the first time he visited. Yes. The fact that he visited already and she kept that a secret? Yep. That's not a secret you keep. Yeah. You want to be 100% honest. That way it doesn't seem suspicious. And for her to keep it a secret from him, super suspicious. I do have to say, Beanie's sisters are like, my MVPs too. <laughs> Remember what one of them said when Ari was saying, guys, I have a piece of good news. My ex-husband is visiting. And one of them said, yeah, that's not good news. That sounds like white people shit. Those comedy goals right there. <laughs> but yeah, again, I think I've gotten to a point where when I talk about these cast members, I'm trying not to judge them by who they are and and I might be sounding contradictory here but I'm trying to commentate on the storyline and I think the producers probably came to them and like look if you guys want to return for another season we gotta dig up some mess of yours and then it just so happened that (laughs) Ari has a lot of mess like don't get me (laughs) wrong I think she does come across as very entitled like the way she described how even though they were married for 10 years she decided one day like hey i'm gonna travel like it or not and he's like well but i'm here doing a phd Mm -hmm. and she's like well screw you i'm still going and the way that she's going about her life with beanie too is like i'm not worried about anything like we can have nannies and stuff my parents gonna pay for it right Like, she's a daddy's girl, you know? She knows that she is that privilege. And that's why, like, I don't feel sorry for her. But again, I'm trying to look at the storyline. And I think they're just playing out this whole, like, she had an ex that she didn't really end their chapter 
obviously they're trying to play up the whole Beanie and him having some sort of antagonism, obviously. Yeah. We saw her dolling herself up just to meet her ex. The fact that I just felt like the part where she confessed that she treated him wrong, I believe. Remember, in, all three of them were in the room and this was after Leandro gave her the bras and she said, oh, you know, I shouldn't have done that, blah, blah, blah. It's like, if I'm Beanie, that would be the most uncomfortable situation to be in. To hear your fiancé talk about oh, yeah. her ex. They showed, his re- all... they showed his reaction. Right. And I was like, I think he took it well. but it's awkward. I'm, yeah, but I'm pretty sure he's like fuming inside. Oh, yeah. And he, and he, he can probably hear his sister saying, I told you so, man. I, I feel bad for him. Right now, I think we all feel bad for Bini, but I think somehow they're going to flip the script on us and we're going to feel bad for Ari. Because there's a hint that Ari finds out something that made her leave Ethiopia. Hmm. Even though I think that this Leandro thing might be part of her exit strategy. you know. Did you see the, the preview for the next episode? Yeah, where they, they had a... Like an MMA fight or something. I, I felt know. sorry for Leandro's, who I felt sorry for. Yeah, dude. He got like in a rear naked choke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he was like, poor guy. Like, yeah, hey, he's like, ah. <laughs> hey, I bought you speakers. Let me go. <laughs> but yeah, I have to say, this season, Ari's here to bring the mess. And I, I guess for some of us, we like it because it's like, a, it's definitely the What a mess fight. it is. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I, I can't wait to see what, what will happen. All right, Lan, that is it for our coverage of the first two episodes of The Other Way Season 3. And as usual, pray tell, what is your WTF moment? WTF moment for me it was the part you just mentioned when all three of them were together mm. and Ari was telling both of them of the history between her and Leandro. And you see the camera kind of catching Vinny's reactions and stuff. Yeah. And for me, uh, it, it was WTF because that's what flipped the script. That's what turned this from just an innocent visit from the ex into something more mm. than that. It provided much more context. And that's when I said, holy shit, she's not over him, you know, and holy crap, you know, what she has with Benny wasn't as serious as it could have been because she wasn't over Leandro at the time. Like you said, maybe hadn't she gotten pregnant, maybe they wouldn't even be married because she was waiting. She was more or less waiting for Leandro to come back. Yeah. Or for the opportunity for them to get back together, like you said, or how she's phrased it, a hiatus. And that completely changes everything. That changes everything about her relationship uh, with Leandro and her relationship with Benny. So for me, what the fuck? That was a major, 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 major WTF. And did you catch the part where he said his girlfriend picked out the bras? (laughs) So he has a girlfriend, supposedly. But anyway. My WTF moment is when <laughs> the wedding planner quoted $50,000 for a wedding in Ecuador. And I thought, okay, this is definitely a scam. And the fact that Evelyn was like, well, Corey's going to pay for it. Corey's, yeah, <laughs> and Corey, pay for it. Corey even politely asked like, hey, maybe you can help out. And she was like, no, nope, not going to happen. Like in Ecuador, the men pays for the wedding. No one in my family ever had to pay for the wedding. It's always the men. So her helping is not going to happen. And I'm like, oh my God. It's again, they're, they're trying to vilify her, you know, and trying to play up this whole like gold digger character in her. And I feel bad because who knows? Maybe in real life, she's not like that. She's probably really sweet. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? <laughs> But damn, yeah, 50K for a wedding in, in a third world country got me. Yeah. I don't know how much weddings really cost. So at first I was just like, I don't know. I don't have any context, you know, And but for him to say, you know what, or something. He said, my brother had a wedding and it was what, 5 $5,000, <laughs> yeah. yeah, in the US. And it was good. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, okay. <laughs> By the way, I think um, Corey is Mormon too. 
Oh, is he? No. I think nah. he is. Really? Yeah. So she's good. Does she have to convert then to Mormonism or what? Uh, I don't know. See? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm trying to Google this if he's a Mormon. Yeah, he's Mormon. Oh, he's Mormon? <laughs> yeah. That's a surprise. I must have forgotten that too. Well, not must have. I did. I forgot that he was Mormon. Yeah, but she would not convert, obviously. She's not going to convert. Right. Yeah. So they're just going to have to live with it then. Yep. Thanks for listening, WTFers. If you love the podcast, you can show your support by leaving us a five-star review on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also donate to our Patreon at WTF Extra. It is appreciated and really helps us out. You can engage with us on email, Twitter, and Instagram at 90 Day Fiance WTF. We especially would like to hear what your WTF moments are each episode. We might even shout you out. You can catch me on Facebook at Italics Plays. That's I-I-T-A-L-I-X-P-L-A-Y-S. Or on Instagram at I-I-T-A-L-I-X or Lon, L-A-N underscore like underscore L-A-W-N. Um, there is a link tree on my Italics profile um, if, uh, if that's too much for you to memorize. Shout out to Jessica Lee underscore travels for sharing the tea on Big Ed and Liz, his girlfriend. Apparently, they're engaged. Listener mail. Let's get into the listener mail. Yeah, <laughs> What's up with the tea? Listener, listener <laughs> mail or listener DMs, I guess, in this case. So Jessica Lee underscore travel shared with us that Big Ed and Liz are still together despite the recent public argument that they had that kind of showcases how abusive and douchebaggery that he is but yeah apparently someone spotted them out and about and she had a ring on her ring finger so yeah i don't know whether that was publicity stunt now that we know about this there's someone for everyone (laughs) right right good for him good for him still not a fan but still not a fan hashtag still not a fan still not a fan (laughs) yeah so, anything else, Lon? Nope. Remember, the pandemic is not created by me or my parents. No. <laughs> you didn't get that? Sumit said that to Jenny when Jenny had that meltdown. What? He did? Yeah. He said, that, I'm going to have to force you to calm down. I know that. <laughs> and then he As said, I got that. He, he said, said that the, the pandemic is not created by me or I my parents. I missed that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That should be my opening. But anyway. That was... Yeah. All right, listeners. Thank you. And until next time. Thanks, everybody. Be kind to each other.